1: more details yo next round is about to start you ready yeah yeah just shopping for a car in carvana for real yeah carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever wherever for real that's a ton of car options yep and these are all within my price range for really real you can afford that yeah with carvana and boom just like that i'm getting it delivered in a couple days for really really real You just bought a car for real, and you just lost my turn.
2: Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000.
1: Pure
3: Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just thirty-five bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and fifteen gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com/jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com/jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk.
4: This is the Jesse Kelly Show.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show! Let's have some fun! On a Monday, it is a Medal of Honor Monday. It's gonna be a big show tonight. This show may anger more people than we have ever done ever on this show tonight, and I am here for it. <laughs> okay, so here's what we have. Just just prepping you for the night. Maybe this is one you should sit out. Uh, I know that's the last thing you're supposed to say on the radio, but maybe this is not the show for you. So here we go. First, Medal of Honor Mondays coming an hour from now. You know we'll get to that. We're going to discuss why you have to move. I'll talk about the Trump finance stuff in New York City, George Washington tactical retreat. We'll go over that. We're going to discuss a couple things about that pipe bomb in D.C., suicides, after, a little history around that. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about communism being built on death and lies. We're going to discuss the debt situation and what that means for every. Everything in the United States budget, including the things you might like, you might rely on. How they've taken over expertise, emails, all that, living in a world of make-believe. So much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. So there's all kinds of topics that will be insanely offensive tonight. Let's begin on this one. Because it is President's Day, and yes, we are here live on President's Day I could not believe it when the suits even asked, Hey, are you working President's Day? Who takes President's Day off unless you're a government employee? Anyway, we're here. You know, President's Day is, of course, about everything under the sun now because you can never have a holiday where you just acknowledge one group of people or one person. This is like what we do for Memorial Day. Memorial Day is just about the fallen, just about the fallen. And yet, people to this day, in, in this Society where everything has to be inclusive, they'll say, Well, the uh, respect for the fallen and the, and the veterans and anyone who served and first responders, too. No, 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 just it's just about the fallen that day. Today was just supposed to be about George Washington. We love George Washington, do we not? Unless you're one of the communists who hate listens to the show, and there are many, I acknowledge that. You. As someone on the right, center-right, middle, far-right, wherever you happen to be, you're someone who admires George Washington. Easy to admire that man, right? A tall, brave general, apparently, by, by all appearances, for his accomplishments, an extremely humble man. It's not a small thing to take over the presidency of the United States of America, and you know, remember... You know, you're going to be historic. You know, history will remember you. You're the first president of a brand new country. You know, it's special. Imagine doing two terms and then stepping down on your own. Think about that. And George Washington, it's not like he, it's not like he was run out of office in a scandal was still insanely popular, revered across the nation, could have held office until he died. Period. He does two terms and then says, ah, not healthy for one man to stay in power that long. I'm out. Back to the farm. See you later. Someone else should take over. We admire that about George Washington. What else do we admire? Especially dudes. Ladies, too, but especially dudes. What else do we admire about George Washington? He was a general, wasn't he? He was the commander of our forces. George Washington, as the commander of a rebel force... And then Look, that's what the Continental Army was, as the commander of a rebel force defeated the greatest military in the world at the time. The most powerful nation on the planet at the time, George Washington defeated them. And when we picture General Washington, what do you picture? I'm going somewhere with this. This is going to come back to America, New York, moving, Trump, all this stuff. Just stay with me. When you picture military George Washington, General George Washington, what, what is the image that gets into your mind? I know what it is. Well, what it probably is. Crossing the Delaware. You paint There's not even a picture, right? It's a painting. Someone came up with that. But George Washington standing on the helm of a boat, his troops right behind him, crossing a freezing river, ready to go slit some throats in the middle of the night. George Washington. Yeah, George. That's not the general Washington that they know in foreign countries. What am I talking about? Well, did you know that it's right to honor George Washington as the founder of our nation, one of the founders of our nation? It's right to honor his humility, and it's right to honor him as a general. But you probably admire George Washington as a general for a lot of the wrong reasons. You see... Here's what we love to picture in a general. We love General Patton, don't we? Kill them all. Let God sort them out. Remember that Patton speech, that famous speech he gave? We're going to cut out their guts and use them to grease the skids of our tanks. That's the kind of general we love. Yeah, get him, general. You know that war colleges around the planet study George Washington to this day? And they don't study how he attacked. They don't study his logistics, flanking. Defense. Do you know the thing that George Washington did that was so incredible that to this day, 200 plus years later, military colleges around the world study it? His ability to retreat. Did you know that? Sounds crazy, right? What? Retreat, but never surrender. I'll never give up. Oh, that sounds awesome in, um, in the world of make believe. In the real world, tactically retreating when your troops are in a place where they cannot win, whether it's a battlefield or they're outnumbered or their equipment isn't good enough or whatever the reason is. If you as a commanding general find yourself in a place where your troops cannot defeat the army, the army they're about to take on, getting them out of that situation and instead putting them in a situation where they can succeed and win. Avoiding getting your troops wiped out is one of the not only premier skills of a general, I would argue it's one of the most difficult to master. Because you talk to these guys who've gone through all this officer training in Annapolis and all these other things, what does a commanding officer want to do with his troops? Well, exactly what we're talking about. Attack! Defeat the enemy! Hit them in the mouth! Go get them! That's what you want to do when you take over an army, when you lead men. Pulling your men out of an impossible situation and locating them in a safer place where they have a chance at victory. It's a very difficult maneuver not only to pull off, it's a difficult thing to convince yourself that it's the right thing. That is what you should do, because we want to stand and fight, never surrender. That's what that's what we believe. But you have you right now. If you, unless you're one of the international listeners, and we welcome all them, but you right now, you sit in the wealthiest country in the history of the world, a country that for uh, two hundred years, two twenty was a free country, because George Washington knew knew there were times and places that he couldn't fight that he shouldn't fight that in order to save this tiny up-and-coming country he had to move his men from this place to a different place so they could fight and win it's called tactical retreat and it was george washington's specialty now let's talk about new york in fact Let's talk about Blue America, period, but we're going to focus on New York. What's happening to Donald Trump legally in this country, it has many people on the right a little bit confused because we get emotional. And look, when we get to our budget and how we have to cut everything in the budget, you'll probably get emotional. Most people do. Emotions are the enemy of logic. They're often the enemy of victory. So just set, set any love, deep love, or deep hatred you had of have of Trump aside. In fact, I wish I could cut his name out of it, but I can't, so let's just talk about it. He gets a $354 million judgment against him in New York. It is, look, I hate to, I hate to pardon the pun, but it's criminal. This judgment is criminal. He did nothing wrong, and I, I made sure I crossed the T's and dotted the I's, talked to a bunch of legal people, finance people, Trump and his business dealings in New York did nothing wrong, nothing remotely out of the ordinary. If you're in the real estate business in the way he was, this is simply how everyone does business. Yet New York decided he's destroyed financially. Let's discuss that and how it applies to you, not just Trump. What you have to do about it. And so much more still. It's gonna be a great show tonight. If I say so myself on the Jesse Kelly show. Let's also discuss practice. I was watching again this weekend, I was showing my boys the movie Man on Fire for the first time. You ever watch that movie? It's a great movie about vigilante, justice, and all kinds of things that we love. But one of the great scenes in the movie, great scenes, is this hardened guy is teaching this adorable little young girl how to swim and how to get faster. And she looks at him and she says, I'm tough. And he looks at her and he says, there's no such thing as tough. There's trained and there's untrained. There's no such thing as a good shot. Did you know that? A natural good shot. That Green Beret you love. Ah, oh, sealed Team 6. Look at what good shots they are. They're no better than you. They're better trained than you. They train more. That weapon you carry around or want to, have you trained with it? Whether you're the seasoned expert or brand new, you need a Mantis X system because it allows you to train in your home without firing a shot. Sit right there in your apartment and get good with your weapon. But train, train, train so you can make sure you're ready. MantisX.com is where you get one. MantisX.com.
4: He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday, reminding you, you can email us Jesse at Jessikellyshow.com. We will get to emails later. There's so much we have to tackle tonight. We we opened up talking a little bit about George Washington, in case you're just joining us, and how his specialty, studied to this day, is tactical surrender. And that brought us to what just happened to Trump in New York. And I brought up that that the right actually th- is thinking about this. Much of the right thinks about what's happening to Trump in the wrong way. We think about it and we make it in our minds all about Trump and they're legally persecuting Trump. Remember this. The communist has all these new powers. As he has taken over more and more institutions, institutions in this country, he's acquired more and more power for himself. And what he's doing now, it's not about Trump. It's really not. Trump is the appetizer. What he's doing is he's figuring out all the ways he can use his new powers. That's really what Trump is about. That's a felony trial here. That's a, it's a civil lawsuit here. We'll destroy him financially. We'll throw him in prison. What the communist is doing is he got a brand new bicycle for his birthday and he's out there on the road with his friends building ramps riding it down hills seeing what this new bike can do. That's what they're doing now that they own the justice system in the country. They're seeing what they can do. When you destroy financially a human being in a business in a in a state like New York, it's not just about that guy it's about you finding out that you have the power to do so and nothing can stop you let's walk through a couple things and then we're going to talk about you moving getting out getting out so you can be safe and you can be free the ag of new york is letitia james letitia james is denying it now as best she can that that what she's doing that what she's been doing with this judgment and everything else that it is specifically about Donald Trump or whatever
1: the
2: president of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt that I've got some personal vendetta against him that I campaigned against him that is not
1: true
3: now before I go to her actual words when she's campaigning I want you to understand something Set aside Again, set aside the Trump thing, because love and hate, they both give you blinders. The AG of a state, or potential AG of a state, getting up behind a microphone and announcing that if she gets in office, she will use her position as the top law enforcement officer of her state to destroy her political opponent, that alone is frightening. We've gotten so used to this rhetoric from communists that we kind of dismiss how far down the rabbit hole we've gotten. These comments should have been international news when Letitia James was making them on the campaign trail. The trip.
2: Now, president, who sits say. in the White House. That president, because he's not my president, he's an illegitimate president. His
3: days are numbered. His days are numbered. Yeah. We've got to get ready to mobilize. And we've got to get ready
2: to agitate and irritate until victory is won but more importantly until trump is defeated we will all rise up and resist this man and ultimately we'll bring him down this illegitimate president i'm going to give you the same level of respect that you gave to President Obama, and that is absolutely no respect at all. Donald Trump
0: has got to go. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Hello. Donald Trump
3: You got it. That alone is frightening. But then she got into office, and you know, I, I want to make sure I give Letitia James credit for this, because unlike Republicans, she did exactly what she promised she would do. This is the difference between communists and Republicans. Republicans will run for office playing on your emotions, promising to do things for you, promising to uh, prosecute criminals, promising to drain the swamp, promising to do these things. And then they'll get in office and promptly do none of those things and then tell you excuses why they can't and why they won't. Communists run for office and they tell you they're going to imprison their political opponents and they do those things. So credit to Letitia James for fulfilling her, her campaign promises. I'd kill to have a Republican who would fulfill his. Nevertheless, she got into office and she did them. But again, set Trump aside. What does that tell every single Republican in New York? Well, I'll tell you what it should tell. It should tell every single one of them, "Uh uh-oh, the communists just finished with their appetizer, their Trump appetizer. And now they've figured out they can do these things. Are they going to do these things to me? And the answer is they are. Look, I hate to give her any credit, and I'm really not, but New York Governor Kathy Hochul even realized how this must look to the other Republicans in New York. I
2: know many of the business people in New York City, and by and large, they are honest people. And they're not trying to hide their assets, and they're following the rules. And so this judge determined that Donald Trump did not follow the rules. He was prosecuted, and truly the governor of the state of New York does not have a say in the size of a fine. I think that this is really uh, an extraordinarily unusual circumstance that the law-abiding and rule-following New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about.
3: Look, oh, okay. hey, hey, don't worry. This is, uh, this is extraordinary. Do you hear her at the end? Almost, almost a little panic in her voice. I want you to know this is extraordinary. You, you don't have to worry. I promise. This is just Donald Trump. Don't worry. It's just Donald Trump. I'm going to tell you something. We'll come back and we'll talk about it. It's not just about Donald Trump. This is the future. Hang on.
4: Jesse Kelly returns. Yeah.
0: Next.
1: energy.com for the prospectus and more information.
3: MyPillow's Mike Lindell is passionate about helping America get a great night's sleep. This started with the original MyPillow. After the pillow, he focused on bedding and created the now famous Giza Dream Sheets, which you've already heard me rave about before. Now it's time to upgrade your bedding and give these Giza Dream Sheets a try. For a limited time, you can purchase a queen size set for $59.98 or a king size set for just $10 more with the promo code JESSE. These are deeply discounted. Mike and the MyPillow employees can Continue to be canceled by big box stores and attacked by the media. They appreciate all your support during these times and want to thank you by giving you free shipping on your entire order today. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and check out this sale on Giza Dream Sheets. When you click on my square, you will find other deals such as 60% off the original My Slippers. Enter promo code Jesse or call 800 845 0544 for free shipping on these limited time specials. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Monday. There's so much to get to. We're just talking about this, this future and getting out and tactical retreat. We talked about George Washington and we're going over this, the law fair taking place against Trump and how it's an appetizer. He is the appetizer. This is not about him. Even if they think it might be, even if you think it is set aside, love set aside, hate set aside. Trump. This is about the future. What we have right now is a bunch of communist children with a bunch of brand new toys. Think about think about America's communists as kids who've grown up poor. Just stay with me, stay with me. If you're an American democrat, you're a communist these days. You are. I'm sorry you don't want to be, but you are. That's what you are. You've grown up and you've learned that America's horrible You've learned to hate the country. Everything about its socks is evil. It's rice is that all these. That's what you've learned. But for most of your life, for decades of your life, you haven't really had the power to destroy it the way you wanted to. So you, you woke up basically America has been Christmas morning for you with no toys. There's not even a tree. There's a, there's a little stick waiting for you in the, in the kitchen. That's all your family could afford. They pulled a stick out of the backyard and put it in a potted plant. And there aren't any presents around it. You got one little Hershey's kiss. And so you've had Christmas morning and no presents your whole life if you're an American communist. Over the past two or three decades, there have been a lot of new toys under the tree. Those new toys being all the newfound power you have. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Wait. We control the FBI now? Hold on. We control the CIA? What? What? We we own the media. We own it. You're you're discovering these new toys every day. And remember, the communist does not view power the way the American right, the American conservative does. The American right will brag about how much they didn't use their power. The communist knows there's only one reason to acquire power, to use it, uses it to hurt his enemies and help his friends. They have all these new powers and they're starting to figure out how to use them they what, they woke up one day and they were the rich kid. It was no longer a stick with a Hershey's kiss. They woke up one day and there's a huge, beautiful Christmas tree all decorated. Sorry, Chris, a menorah or something. A huge Christmas tree and it's all decorated and around it's full of gifts, expensive toys. And they're look, they're unwrapping all these and they just, they can't get over about all these toys they now get to use. We own every level of government in New York. How many? How many of our enemies can we hurt with this? If we choose to, if we choose to let, hey, you know what we should do? Let's hurt the biggest one. Who's the most popular Republican? It's Trump. Hey, what would happen if we tried to use our powers illegally to destroy him? I wonder if we could. And they're finding out every single day that they can. That's what they're doing to him. What do you think they'll do to you? They'll do the same thing to you. And the sad part is there won't be a single headline about you when they do it. There won't be any uh, news hits on CNN about it. Nothing. You won't even get the benefit of publicity when it comes for you. They can do it to him. What do you think they're going to do to you? Do you think the communists are going to destroy him and then decide that that wasn't good? or decide that they shouldn't do that again. Do you think Leticia James after all this? You think she's sitting around thinking, "Gosh, man, I look terrible. I just used my office as AG to to destroy my political opponent? Gosh, man, I really feel bad. You know what? I'm not doing that again. We should never we should never do that again." Guys, do you think that's what they're saying? Or do you think they're sitting around saying, "That was fun." Wow, I can't believe how powerful we are. Let's keep going. Still not sure if you should move from your blue area? Headline, this is courtesy of Red State, which I love. Making crime great again. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg downgraded a stunning 60% of 2023 felony cases. 60% of the cases that came in front of Alvin Bragg, he downgraded them from felonies. Why did Alvin Bragg do that? Is it because he's soft on crime? Is it because he's understanding? Is it because he's a liberal? He's progressive. Is that why? Or is it because Alvin Bragg understands that this is the revolutionary phase of communism? And during the revolutionary phase of communism, you need violent crime. It is necessary. Why? Because normal people have to be made to feel unsafe if they're ever going to accept a form of government they dislike. I've used the analogy before and I know it's stupid as most of my analogies are, but it is one that helps me understand it so I hope it helps you. If you if you're out you're a woman with your with your child, with your baby in your arms and you're out in the middle of the ocean in a in a boat, only the waters are calm and the boat you're in is fine, and you're cruising along and you have gas and you know where you're going and a big boat pulls up alongside you and it's got a bunch of, uh, tattooed out meth freaks on it. They're all, uh, smoking meth and do whatever druggies do. And they're shooting guns in the air and they come up and say, Hey, little lady, you and your, you and your baby want to ride and want to get on board? Are you getting on the boat? Of course you won't get on the boat. No, no thanks. See ya. Goodbye. Coast Guard, someone come help. But if you're out in that same boat and the waters are rough and it looks like a hurricane is coming and the boat's taking on water and you're sure you and your baby are not going to make it to shore and that same big boat of meth heads comes up beside you and offers you a ride, you'll be throwing them your child and diving in yourself. A person who feels physically unsafe will accept things that a safe person would never accept. It's why the Soviets opened up the jails. Mao did it. They did. It. They've done it everywhere. Communism has taken place. The encouragement of street violence during the revolutionary phase. So once again, I'm going to move off this. There's way too much to get to tonight. I am letting you know you need to get out. That is not me telling you to quit, give up. It's over. But there are some areas we are going to have to flee if we ever want to save them. And I know that sounds crazy, but there are many areas we can't save from the inside now. Now, all you're doing is throwing yourself away. You know the the, the, the Japanese were famous for this in World War II. They would uh, they had this whole never surrender thing, never give up thing. And so many studies have been done about this now, about how bad they hurt themselves strategically overall with that mindset, how horrible it was. They would all over all the islands in the Pacific Island hopping, they would dig into bunkers or caves or fighting holes, and they would let American troops pass them. They'd be behind enemy lines, one dude or two dudes behind enemy lines. And he's sitting there thinking, yeah, I'm going to get out of here one night and I'm going to stab him and I'll get a guy. That'll be great. And they would oftentimes. They'd get out and they'd snipe somebody or stab him. They were famous for going to the hospitals and stabbing people in their beds and things like that. Woohoo! we got him. Did you get him in the end? Or would it have been more beneficial for all you suicidal guys to instead stay together and come up with a coherent defensive plan? In fact, Japan's military leadership figured that out and did you know that after Saipan, where they did the largest bonsai charge ever, hey, let's just charge at them? Did you know the Japanese government banned that practice? Hey, no more, guys. This is dumb. What do you? What did we do? This is dumb. No, no, no more. Nope, nope. We're actually gonna fight smart now. Shrewd as snakes and innocent as doves. It's time to fight smart. All right, all right. Now let's. Also, remember the battle is fought in many 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 different ways that it 's not enough to be against things we have to be for things when it comes to the arguments about abortion, life, which trimester, all these other things well you you 're well aware of where I stand, but we need to change hearts to win this argument it 's not enough to pass a ban here or ban there that 's fine but ban it all that 's fine. But hearts are what need to change. How do we do that? How do we reach somebody who's about to have an abortion? How do we convince that woman that that's her baby? It's not a clump of cells, It's a baby. How do we do that? Well, preborn is how you do that. pre-born gives these women who are about to have abortions. preborn gives them free ultrasounds. Free. Hey, young lady, before you make that horrible choice, come on in, how about a free ultrasound? When she hears the heartbeat, she chooses life. You know, on top of everything else, whatever you give to preborn, 28 bucks, which buys the ultrasound, 28,000, I don't care what it is. You know, it's all tax deductible. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Go save a life tonight. Preborn.com slash Jesse. We'll
4: be back. The Jesse Kelly Show on air and online at Jesse Kelly Show. Com.
3: it is the jesse kelly show on a monday only 10 minutes away from a medal of honor monday all right that's enough of the new york stuff and the tactical retreat stuff and we still have to get to our budget and the budget blowout this ukraine stuff oh my gosh our institutions being seized emails but first i, I thought it would be beneficial every now and then i think it's beneficial for you and beneficial for me To learn things, I always I try to learn new things as often as humanly possible because I don't know everything. I'm 42. I'm not all wise. You're not all wise, no matter your age. We always need to improve. I try to improve on something as often as humanly possible. I realize a lot of people don't understand basics about things, and I there are basics about many things that I don't completely get. Here, for instance, here's one. Here's one. You've heard me complain about this before. I'm going to complain again. I don't understand why, during my entire childhood, we would have the TVs with the little knobs that click, 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 turn to change the channel. So you got about 24, 25 channels. You only had about three. And yeah, it was old and crappy. I had one of the wood frame TVs. I loved it so much, I actually took it to college with me my first year. That was not easy getting it in and out anyway. I loved it. I loved it. That was the year I failed out and then joined the Marines, in case you're wondering. But... For all the problems of that old TV with the weight and everything, it did do something that is incredible. And Chris and Michael, I realize I'm probably telling you something you, you two don't know. You've probably never lived in this world. I want to, listen to me, listen to me. This old TV I had, these TVs existed. When you watched a show, the action scenes were the same volume as the dialogue. So if you set a dialogue, if you set a volume on the TV, there would never be a situation where, wow, that explosion's huge. Huh? Can you hear what he's saying? Honey, turn it up. You set a volume, and that was the volume of everything in the show you watched. I know this sounds insane to you two children, but that's what TVs used to be like. I don't know how many TVs I've bought over the last 20 years, I guess four or five i tend to run technology into the ground before i ever buy anything new no i'm not as cheap as chris but i don't like to spend money i don't i don't remember the last time i bought a tv where that was not the problem no matter what you were doing you'd be sitting there and they're talking like this on the tv and you can you turn it up turn it up to 75 and so finally you have to turn it up so you can hear them And then all of a sudden a car explodes and your eardrums are blown out and you're sitting there in your living room with your ears bleeding. I have no idea why that's a thing. So that's a basic thing that I needed someone to explain to me. Here's another basic thing a lot of people don't get. They don't understand NATO. They don't understand why it was formed. They don't, they don't get anything about it. So let's just, let's do a politics 101 thing here is what NATO is truly about, courtesy of Kamala Harris.
2: Our membership in NATO has been a role that is about a commitment to our allies based on shared principles of what it means to abide by democratic principles that have historically ensured stability and security (laughs) for those participating in this partnership
3: that's <laughs> i'm sorry that's not that's that's not it whatever whatever that was that's not it i i struggle with something from time to time i struggle with living in a world where our dumbest and most insane people Run our society, Chris, Michael. There's a word for this. You guys look this up. There's a word for that. It's a it's a word that I'll obviously take credit for. But there's a word for what happens in your society when the stupidest people in society take over the leadership roles. No, it's not idiocracy, Chris. That's a movie. That you're right. That is a good movie and a preview of our time. That's not a movie. Look up the word. Anyway, I can't believe this is where we are. I can't. I can't believe these are the people who lead the
1: nation. I can already see this. The realm won't define you. It just uh, it defines you in a different way.
3: <laughs> it won't define you. It just defines you. It's hard to live in this kind of a country. Anyway, um, let's let's do something for our minds really quick and our bodies. Oh, let's do an email. Jesse, I have a question about Chad mode. <laughs> what is Chad mode? I believe you use the term in chalk commercials. Thanks. Okay. Uh, you've heard of... Have you ever heard of a pre-workout? you ever heard of that? A pre-workout is a thing that a lot of people take. Uh, a lot of athletes take it. A lot of people who lift regularly, workout, they'll take something called a pre-workout. It's usually in a powdered form. You pour it in a drink. What is it? It's generally... All kinds of chemicals and garbage that it'll give you an energy boost during your workout. Of course, the the studs at Chalk didn't like all the crap that's in the pre-workouts, all the garbage that's in it. So they spent two years coming up with Chad mode. It's all natural. None of that other crap. All natural caffeines and everything. Before you lift, before you do something, pour a scoop of this in some water. Sip on it. Bang, you're about to work out, all right? Chalk.com, cho promo code JESSE. I just, I can't, listen, it's just, I guess I probably should do the reality. Remember, NATO, it's a coalition of nations that formed to counter Soviet aggression when the Soviet Union was still a thing. The Soviet Union, obviously a communist country, Because it was a communist country, they wanted to gobble up really the entire planet. They, they, It was a very ambitious thing, and the communists to this day are still doing this, but the Soviet Union, it wanted to take over everything. And so they were constantly gobbling up every bit they could. And Europe, all those European countries are so small and weak compared to Russia, compared to the Soviet Union. And they were spending, at the time... 90% 90% of their budget on the military. Isn't that insane? It is crazy to think about the squalor the average Soviet citizen had to live in. Yet they had this huge military and all these tanks and missiles and everything else. NATO was formed. I'm not saying for good because it's really, it's been a crappy organization for the longest time. It was formed specifically as a counter to the Soviet Union. Hey, let's form this League of Nations. Sorry to use that word. Let's form this League of Nations. We, of course, have to get America in there, so we have someone tough. Let's form this League of Nations that will stand together and stop the Soviet Union from gobbling up any individual ones. That's what it was really about.
2: Well, that... Our membership in NATO (laughs) has been a role that is about a commitment to our allies... (laughs) based on shared principles of what it means to abide by democratic principles that have historically ensured stability and security for those participating in this partnership.
3: That's not it. (laughs) All right. It's Medal of Honor Monday time. Are you ready for that? And then we'll do a bunch of offensive budget talk next hour. Hang on.
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, it's your favorite throwback
2: podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Bannacarum, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect, which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first Black Miss America. To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report.